Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. I am Blue, that is Brad. Today we are covering Bocce the Rock. Uh, and we're pre-recording this, so I'm still a little bit lispy. And I'm currently out of town for work. So hello, future us. Um, I hope we're doing well. Yes. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> I should have yeah. prepared a bit, but I don't have a bit. No, neither do I. I have a tin whistle on my desk, though, so I can make squeaky noises. I have a soundboard. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I've been learning to play. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, I uh, have actually been learning to play for nearly a year now. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I eventually make my way up to Canada, I get a personal concert, right? You can have a uh, middle school level recital. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same level of awkwardness as well. Um, but we'll push through. It'll be a great, a great time. It'll be great. I'll... Can I get a banjo through customs? I can't actually play a banjo, uh, but can I get a banjo through customs? Well, if we go back to Alberta and we meet there, my dad has a banjo. Oh, great. I can very poorly pick the banjo. Yeah. Um, my mom also has a mandolin. My brother has a piano accordion. Um, I play a whistle. We're a strange family that don't pick normal instruments. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. We have a piano. Yeah. Pianos are nice. Pianos are nice. Our piano is fun. It's like a hundred years old. I really want to learn how to play piano because, mm. you know, the sad anime, your line Aprilist in me really wants mm. to learn how to play. Yeah, that's why I learned how to play a tin whistle because the Hobbit. Oh. Um, I mean, you are short enough. <laughs> <laughs> and hairy enough. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Um But hey, how apt that we're talking about instruments and we get to talk about Bochi. Yes. Yes. Uh are we How much did you love it? I did. Um I <laughs> thought it was gonna be I thought it was gonna be way more cringe than it was. It's just more awkward than cringe. Like it's it's relatably cringe. I'll yeah. put it that way. Like I've never related to a character so hard in my life. Because yeah. I have extreme social anxiety. Yeah. Like, I'm not an outgoing person. Regardless of me doing a podcast, streaming for almost nine years now, working in customer service. Like, Bochi is me. Like, especially in school. Mm. Like, I relate on, like, a hardcore emotional level. Mm. So, yeah. Just, I, <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. See, I... I'm kind of like Bochi in ways, but I'm also not. I'm what I I consider myself to be an extroverted introvert. Mm -hmm. Like I can't be around people for a lot of time. I exhaust myself. But when I am around people, I'm like crazy. So yeah, I'm like halfway between. I <laughs> have social anxiety, but I have like social anxiety with a delay. <laughs> I was laughing about you this get through the event then you just come home and just fucking pass out yeah but like it's not even that like I was laughing about it with, with my therapist at one time because um I uh uh like it's like a week later that I will have a panic attack about something that happened 
And I, it's to the point where I've forgotten the thing that I'm now feeling really anxious about or like having an anxiety attack or a panic attack about. Like, it's gone from my head. I don't know. Like, I got, it's so bad. I was diagnosed with asthma because I thought, why am I all of a sudden, well, like, why can't I breathe? Like, I'm fine. Like, what's going on? And my my doctor was like, it's probably anxiety. And I'm like, no, but I'm fine, though. Like, I'm not thinking about anything nervous. Nothing's happened. I'm literally just, like, hanging out in my bedroom. And then all of a sudden, I can't breathe. And he's like, okay, try having an inhaler for a while. And we'll see if it helps. Because I think you have asthma then. And no, no asthma. It's anxiety. But it happened so late after the fact, I've forgotten what I'm anxious about. <laughs> Anxiety is fun. It's so fun. I love that for us. <sighs> but yeah, Bocce the Rock. God, I'm I'm so pleased to finally be able to talk about this with people. Because mm-hmm. God, it's so good. So and I argue we have a contender for best dad. Yes, I I agree. Also, Bochi is another contender for best girl. Yes. Sister's a demon. Yes, I will put... <laughs> both of those on the spreadsheet now so we don't forget like we normally do um don't forget to put power on the spreadsheet too because i already forgot i think i power yeah already on there okay sweet um because let's see if we can keep this up you know new year's resolution and all uh maintain our spreadsheet yeah, we we don't want to have to spend a whole hour and a half doing admin again. <laughs> yeah, best not to. But it's fine. In the meantime, while the spreadsheet is being updated, so the manga for Bochi the Rock was written by Aki Hamaji, mm. and it began publication on December 19th of 2017 and is running to present for a total of five volumes. Yeah. The anime was directed by Kichiro Saito, was made by Cloverworks and ran from October 9th through December 25th of 2022 for a total of 12 episodes. Yeah. Um, I also have some background. It has a, um, overall score on my anime list of 8.99 out of 10 and an overall score on anime planet of 8.76 out of 10, which is unusual because my anime list consistently is lower than anime planet. My anime list has a shit ton more submissions. Um, the reason why I use both sites is because anime planet is where I get my dropped rate from because I can actually see, um, who's continued watching it, who's said that they've dropped it, all of that kinds of stuff. It's it's actually ranked on that site. Um, so I use both. But consistently, Anime Planet is higher than my anime list, like across the board. So it's very interesting to me that uh, Bocce is um, ranked higher um, by like 0.1 of a percent um, mm-hmm. of a score, sorry, um, on my anime list it's that's super unusual um but yeah regardless it has an average of 8.88 out of 10 it has a drop rate of 2.67 percent which i think is probably going to be fairly maintained um it is new out as brad said um but i don't see bocce really changing from a 2.68 percent i feel like that's probably gonna be where it stays at I could see it getting a little bit lower just yeah. because everybody that has watched this has loved it. Mm. 
Like I've never seen one bad thing about it in everything that I've watched. In fact, Bochi was like one of the highest trends whenever the last episode aired. Yeah. I can see it dropping just a little bit. Just a tad, yeah. The rating is a PG-13, which I think is accurate. There are some themes of like alcohol and for some, like one brief mention of unaliving that is worth mentioning. But other than that, like it's, it's, I won't say it's a joke because it's not a joke, but it kind of is. It's part of a bit, you know? And uh, yeah, other than that, I feel like PG-13 is fine. The main thing, the reason as to why this PG-13 is that there is a consistent theme of drinking throughout. So if you are a parent, parental discretion advised, uh, you know your kid. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch this if you're interested on Crunchyroll. It's probably <clears throat> the best place to watch it. Um, yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. Go watch it. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, general overview. It is about a like high school student who we've mentioned is incredibly anxious, has huge social anxiety, and therefore has like no friends. She has spent like her entire middle school career absolutely shredding it on the guitar, like learning and just completely killing it. And uh, actually, has a YouTube channel where she's uploaded and. Um, uh, uploaded videos and kind of become like pretty well known like like i think it's like thirty thousand followers or something yeah thirty thousand subs yeah on um on her totally not but absolutely youtube channel and yeah and then it's about her trying to step outside of her comfort zone wanting to be part of a band wanting to like having to learn how to integrate her really cool guitar skills into playing with other people and then yeah just like the kind of I mean, it's a it's the same story you get with any music slice of life, especially featuring around a band. I think we've watched this exact same plot line like five times on this show by now. It's just a different flavor of the same plot. And yeah, if you like slice of life animes, if you like music, if you like guitar, I think you won't be too pissed off at this. It's one of those ones where I don't <laughs> think like if you, I don't think your musician brain will get angered. Oh, no. So I actually watched a couple videos on this before we sat down to record. This is one of the reasons why I was like a tad bit late. Mm. But a trained musician watched the final band scene. Mm. And they said a lot of the stuff there is actually accurate. Like even the finger positions for chords mm. and strumming. They said a lot of the stuff was very spot on. That's good. So we'll definitely please the brain to watch this if you are a musician yourself. Nice. Also, music slaps. I have not been able to stop listening to the soundtrack ever since it released on Apple. Yeah, one thing that I'm uh, pleasantly surprised about with this is that I find sometimes with music animes, specifically band high school band music animes, is that the when they do like a second or a third track, those tracks can sound like part two of the first track, you know? Like mm -hmm. they sound the yeah. same. This, there was, it sounded like two different songs like they clearly put effort into writing two different songs as opposed to reworking one you know and the entire album is like that as well because it's like a fully fleshed out let me pull it up it is a fully fleshed out 14 track album mm. all of the songs are unique and the voice actresses that did this are actually the same ones that did the op and ed as well mm. So all music within this anime was done by the band themselves. Yeah, actually, it the band is credited um, for yeah Kesoku, which is the the band 
that it's the the girls band as well i think it what was it like zip tie band yeah that's the that's how the op and ed is actually listed is by that very band um mm-hmm. for this so it's, it seems together like it seems like it was a voice acting band that was put together for the show and that's and they're they've formed a band for the show so they're credited that way yeah um which is cool very cool yeah yeah so i feel like that's everything that we can say before we put on spoiler chicken hats so spoiler chicken hats yeah let's go for it all right spoiler chicken hats now i am going to go out on a very probably very narrow branch here for this one okay as far as band anime goes like obviously your line april is always going to be my favorite music anime of all time Mm. this is my favorite band anime A lot of it has to do with the relatability. Like, I enjoyed the story of it. Also, I have not laughed this fucking much in my, in the longest time watching anime. Like, I audibly laughed. Yeah. Over a lot of this, especially episode one, whenever they roll credits on like they ended the show. (laughs) Yeah. That fucking killed me. Yeah. Which, did that get you to check the timestamp on that one, by the way? I didn't check the timestamp, but it, it they did they fully committed to that bit. They really did. And it was funny, because I started the Discord on watching it before uh, I actually started it this past Wednesday with them for Weeb Wednesday. Mm. And then I'm going away for two weeks because, you know, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> they have to wait till I get back to watch more. Mm. But we were sitting there, and whenever we're watching stuff together, we always mute in Discord, so that way we don't disturb anybody watching. Mm. And one of the guys unmutes and says, is that really it? Like, that doesn't feel like that was 24 minutes. And then it cuts back, and he's like, oh, oh, mute. (laughs) (laughs) And then at that point, I was just there cackling, because Mm. I could not keep it together. Because I'm like, yes, they fell for it, too. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, um... Yeah, there's a lot of really good bits in this. Um, uh, oh, shoot. What was the one that I was going to think of? Oh, I can't remember it. Oh, the um, the choice of the fact that they include, like, non-animation scenes. Like, yes. Like, real footage of shit. Uh-huh. For, like, the little guitar guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then even the even the animation change bits, yeah. like the bit whenever they're working in the cafe and they tell Bochi she can go on a break, and it just slowly degrades the animation to where she's a three D model and then throws her <laughs> against some blocks. And then, or the um, the bit where she turns into a like a a paper doll, like she's oh, yeah, or you've got a slug or dust mites. Yep, yeah, when her soul escapes her mouth. Yeah, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, um, when she goes black and white. Mm-hmm. And then I, the bit, too, whenever they were talking about, like, having to set up Instagrams. Yes. And whenever she, like, has that full-on glitch yeah. out with that screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this show is fucking gold yeah, all the very, way around. Yeah, they're very, very clever at, um, like, using visuals to just completely represent how everyone in this situation is feeling and it like it's accurate yeah like i've never seen a show just accurately portray stuff that well mm-hmm. like that was done exceptionally well mm-hmm. i'm very pleased with it yeah what else is there um i feel like 
All we need to say is this show's good. Go watch it. Like I, I mean, quite quite literally, the show is linear. Like it does follow a linear path of Hitori Goto or Bochi as mm. she becomes named in the first episode. And her journey through like slowly becoming a little less introverted and then immediately reverting back during the very last episode to where she can't even buy a guitar. Also, that stage dive, man. <laughs> the Kratz. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Say something funny. Say something funny. Say something funny. Oh, I've got it. Face plot. <laughs> And then everybody was like, bro, that's so hardcore. That's so hardcore. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Yeah. Oh, um, I, my face hurts just from grinning, just from talking about this show right now. Yes. Um, I do absolutely want to give a shout out to uh, Bocci's dad. We already discussed him being on um, Best Dad, con- being a Best Dad contender. Um, I... First of all, love the fact that they were all stalking her bedroom like 90% of the time. Um, That's hilarious. But also his level of excitement for just like the most minor things that she does. Right. And then um, him giving her the guitar originally. And then can we talk about the fact that because like in my head, I was like when she was struggling for a job, I was like, monetize your YouTube channel, girl. Like you're at like 30,000 subscribers. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like that's... Fuck off outside. I'm being important right now. I'm talking about Bochi. Leave me alone. Mm. So, yeah, I'm <clears throat> like at that point, 30,000 subs is enough to rake in like a somewhat decent amount off of YouTube. Like it's not a full time living because I know most creators have said that comes around uh, usually around like the 100K mm. point. But 30,000, like that's a decent bit. And she's been doing that over the course of three years. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, it turns out that her dad had realized that she was making these videos because she was doing it on the family account, which is also hilarious, and monetized it for her and then just kept it to the side for her so that she could then go and buy the new guitar that she gets at the end of the at the end of the season, which is great. And um, I saw someone in the comments say, so good of a dad, he deserves a face. <laughs> But also, I love the first thing that Bochi wanted to do whenever her dad gave her three grand was just like, all right, I'm going to go quit. Yeah, I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> but she's too so- socially awkward to do so. Uh, also, the constant, like, solid snake impersonations between hiding in a trash can and a box. Yes, her melon box. Just just pleased me to no end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, best dad, mom really doesn't play a role. No. Little sister is a fucking demon. Yes. And I refuse to hear otherwise. Yeah. Well, I mean, she is the youngest, and I feel like that is comes with the territory. True. Cute doggo, though. Yes, very cute doggo. Not allowed to come to shows. <laughs> no. No, unfortunately, dog cannot buy a ticket. No. <laughs> um, we also have... Um, Kikari, who is an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, yeah. She she just, she just wants to drink her sake and... <laughs> Not be sad. Yeah. Which also, I mean, that's a very real character trait. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
also the dynamic between our group is different than what we've gotten in a lot of musical animes before. Yeah. Like kind of similar in some areas, but still like very, very kind of realistic in a way. Mm. Got Nijika who, you know, very happy and outgoing. Yeah. God, she reminds me of somebody from another music anime we watched, and I can't think of who it is. Anyone from K-On? I don't remember anyone from K-On being like that boisterous, though. Mm. Maybe it wasn't a music anime. Actually, Cowdy. Like, fits the role of Cowdy very well from your line April. Yeah. Maybe that's who it's giving me vibes of. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I'm talking about Cowdy, and now I'm sad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I I do agree, though, that the dynamic is slightly different. We don't have the, um like, preppy character. The closest well, you get would be Kita, but she's, like, more... um Like, the, the popular vibe. But, like, you know how there's, like, the most intelligent in class you know highest ranking character that's normally in the band yeah we do have yamada being the like prince charming that's always in female groups which is hilarious yeah um but also i love how rio also is just eats plants because yes. she spends all her money yeah she eats weeds <laughs> But yeah, Kita is very, like, extroverted introvert. Mm -hmm. And then we also have the manager, uh, Saika, who is um, Nijika's older sister. Yep. And she, I argue, should be up for, like, we don't really have a best sibling award, but, like, we could, because she quit her job in being a band. Like, she was very popular, saved up enough money to then open a club to give her younger sister a more stable life like she could go and best mom like she, even though she's sister could be yeah. best mom well i mean because um nijika was her mom passed away when she was very young and then her dad just basically fucked off yeah so seika's so, best mom yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna add her to best mom because she deserves it she is a mom not by uh blood but definitely by action but can we can we also talk about for a second the fact that PA son is never given a name? Yes, it's just literally PA son. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because, oh, just because. It's just just because. Oh. Also, the dog's name is Jimmy Hen, and I am really curious if that's a play on Jimi Hendrix. It must be. Like, it must there's, be. There's there's no other there's no other explanation for that, right? Yeah, that must be. Yeah, surely. They're a guitar playing family, and their dog's called. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, it has to be. That's funny. But yeah, ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, like that's your score. Legit, like hands down, no joke, no shits given. Like from a pure comedy overall technical aspect. Everything about this hit every single box that I could have hoped. Nice. There was no point where I was bored. There was no point whenever I was rewatching back through it for this episode because this is one of those that I started and watched week to week. Mm. 
So going back through it, there's no point I was bored. I was constantly entertained. Every episode, I had a good reason to laugh. Mm. Like everything about it just checked every possible box that I could have had just from a pure comedy perspective. Like I have no, no just bad things to say whatsoever. Like there's nothing that I could tweak because the animation was on point for everything. And in fact, the constant flux of animation made it that much better. Mm. Like I, I'm at a loss for words. Like whenever I said it was going to be a very tough way to start out the year because everything was so good during the fall. Mm because everything was so good like a lot of the shit that i watched is all nines and above yeah so yeah what about you i'm right now sitting at an eight i know you're gonna do that reason being there are quite a few cliches in this anime like i said it is a slice of life band high school music anime with a different flavor like pretty much consistently the storyline tracks with every single other version of this kind of anime meaning that like better yes but it's still the same story of you know ragtag group of kids get together make a band they try and have issues with money they uh end up playing a few outside gigs and then finish the season off at a school festival it's the same story and although they, they did a very good job with it in this case, I do want to see going forward some banned um, animes that are not this exact plotline. It's, um, I don't want the genre to become kind of like isekais where it's so saturated that people just kind of dismiss every single one of them because they, they've already seen it. And I feel like we're getting to that point with Slice of Life band animes now where it is like, you know what's going to, like, it's not necessarily that you shouldn't know what's going to happen next, but like, it's like, I could write this, you know? Yeah. And I want to see more, like, I want to see people be a little bit more creative. I understand that they're high school, so they're going to do high school things, like high school students, they're going to do high school things, but like, you know they don't have to end the season off every single season with a cultural festival performance you know they don't like like it's it's so step one step two step three step four just with a different skin yeah but you gotta think this is based off of a four panel gag manga yeah that turned into a real like that spiraled into something yeah Yeah, so I have more leeway with that, but I do just I like I'm I just don't Give it a nine. It's just it's it's not a nine. nine. It's, it's not. Nine. It's actually a ten, but it's a nine. It's it's not a nine. <laughs> it's it's the same story. It's a good story and it's a uh, very it's well done. Better than I, I, well, that's why it's getting an eight. It's, it's better than it's getting an eight. It's better than Fuka. It's, it's better than God, what was that jazz one that I can't think of? Kids on the slope and absolutely not. Yes. No. Yes. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Um, at least Better that one than was given. in a different time period. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, but I mean, literally all of those animes that you just mentioned, same thing, ends on a cultural festival, end of season, big celebration, right? Like it's. It's done to death by this point, and I want something different from band animes 
um, moving forward. Even if that means that we don't have high school band animes, you know, like what about just following a band that isn't in high school or is like graduating high school or something like this is it's I feel like I've watched this anime 17 times already. There really do need to be more music animes that focus on more of like an adult style point to it. Yeah. Kong Ming is probably the closest one that we've gotten to that in a way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I enjoyed Kong Ming so much is because it's a different take on the music genre. Yeah. Even though it's very isekai-esque. And I think that's also another reason why Your Lay in April still holds up. Because although it is a school anime, it's mainly focused on music outside of school as opposed to in high school. Well, not only that, but Your Lay in April has an emotional attachment whereas most slice of life music animes it's all more or less like they don't try to tell a darker or like true emotional story it's all more like a coming of age style uh, presentation and especially this one that was designed to focus purely on like the comedic aspect of it Mm -hmm. but also it took a very realistic approach to the music industry in general of how it's like okay i have to give this my all and there's still a chance i can fail and if i fail i'm going to become a shut-in and everything's going to be poor and everything's just going to go poorly and it's like very real about that and it shows like actually true consequences to making the decisions of what they're doing Mm. so it's a lot better of a presentation in my opinion than a lot of other stuff we've watched but no your line april is in a class of its own because i feel like it's more it is very much a music anime but it's so much more than that whereas a lot of the other things that we have watched is it's a music anime yeah i think there is an argument uh therefore given because of the romance element to given and the um, fact that that is set up with like two of the band members are not in school anymore so that helps that one but again it still is that same coming of age like uh um awkward teenage phase theming is throughout and i do like i wouldn't i would kind of really enjoy watching an anime about some like mid to late 20 year olds in a struggling band trying to figure out if they're going to stick it out for a few more years or if they're going to like actual like find a job that pays you know like i feel like that would be very entertaining and very relatable for a lot of people that watch anime and still kind of like you know dream of being a manga car or like for myself being a painter like we still have our childhood dreams even though we have to pay the bills you know okay so office comedy where you have like four or five individuals that are all like different office workers live very normal lives, but they're actually like an underground jazz band. Yeah. And like play in like these like super like weird locations and they wear like really weird outfits and shit. And it's very outlandish. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down for that. I'd be so down for something (laughs) like that. Or, you know, you if you wanted to go for a comedy route, maybe they're in like a glam rock band or something. And then it's like you see them by day and they're in suits and ties. And then by night, they're full face paint, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing would be very entertaining. And I feel like I think I'm just getting to the point with a lot of different genres of anime, not just specifically music anime, but a lot of different anime where myself as an adult is finding it harder and harder to watch 
teenagers gallivanting about. Like, I want more anime about adults. And I wonder how many of you guys at home are, like, who grew up with anime are also experiencing that of, like, the anime is not necessarily growing with you the way that other media does. And what animes you are watching to, that, that you find you relate more to. Because although, like, we relate to, to Bocchi in this social anxiety way, and we can look back on our lives and relate to her. It's not our current life that we're relating to her with. So I want more animes in general that are just around like slightly older people. And I feel like that is going to open up the anime world to a lot more. And I wonder if that's even going to happen at all because anime is still kind of being targeted towards teenagers and young adults. And I'm getting to the point where I'm I'm like an adult adult now and I still want to watch anime. So can we please get some more like like grown up anime? <laughs> that would be great. Thank you. The the unfortunate thing for you is that there are anime like that out there. They're just all rom coms. And so therefore yeah. that's not your thing. <laughs> no. Like but there are really good adult rom-coms like that, and I adore them to bits. And I'm going to like try to sprinkle them in a mm-hmm. little bit more, especially since you brought up this point. But again, the bad part is, is you don't like that type of stuff, so I'm always afraid to put it in. <laughs> <clears throat> but now that you've had this, I don't want to necessarily call it like a tangent, but mm. you, you know what I'm saying. Made the point, yeah. I'll sprinkle them in a little bit just to kind of gauge your interest on it, but we'll also throw this back in your face if you're like, I don't like it. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But yeah, uh, you guys at home, we'd love some feedback on what you watch now as an adult and how that's changed from what you watched as a teenager, like if you are an adult, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah, I want to know what you guys are watching now and if you guys, if you're experiencing the same kind of thing as me of like, I'm kind of tired of reflecting and I want to watch something that's like, now Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's my that's my point of view on this anime and no i i agree (laughs) i feel it it like a lot of it is relatable but a lot of it also isn't because it is based around high school girls Mm. but at the same time like i still feel that social anxiety to this day yeah yeah for sure so i i don't know it's it's relatable in a way not relatable in another way but very very fun and i had an absolute blast with it yeah, definitely recommend watching it, but if you're feeling the same kind of way that I am, uh, you may like just watch it over a little bit of time as opposed to binging it, uh, and you'll yeah. enjoy it. So, for next week, or I guess two weeks from now, for mm. you and I, not those listening to this, um, how do we how do we want to proceed? Do we want to do Spy Family for first week back, or do we want to jump into Blue Lock? That way, you can scratch your sports anime itch and then we I can do spy do family lock. the next week i want to do blue lock all right first 12 episodes of blue lock it is then yeah so yeah for the episode that's going to release on the 22nd question mark Something it'll like be that. blue lock yeah so yeah, yeah thank you all so much one. for listening <clears throat> and uh blue socials instagram twitter blue lavender stm also etchy shop uh blue lavender crafts yeah brad brad carter gaming on insta and twitch go find him there you can also um hop on over into his discord on his twitch like if you go to switch you'll find his discord yeah. um and then you can be part of his weekly watch parties e. E, 
and then for both of us, we're at uh, BNB Anime on pretty much everything. And we also have a website, www.bnbanime.com, um, where you can archive, watch, listen to archived episodes. We're also on all your favorite listening platforms, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the shit. And if you're listening to us on YouTube, you are one week behind. So catch the fuck up by going over to Spotify or whatever and listening there. Uh, hit us up in those DMs or drop us a comment in the comment section and give us a follow on everything because we like the attention. Yeah, and as soon as I get back from work trip, YouTube videos will resume. I finally have the video formats done. Yes. Now uh, I just have to make them because, my God, it has been a fucking trip and a half trying to get everything remade. <laughs> uh, computer problems, am I right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week, core one of Blue Lock. Until then, catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.